What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the 2023 30-1 to NLB Countdown Previews brought to you by the Passball Show and JohnPLE.com. Uh, for the past 12 years, I've done my predictions, ranked each one of the 30 teams from 1 to 30, 1 being the best, 30 being the worst. I used the Las Vegas over-unders to come up with a win total. After that, I ranked them like I just said. Right now, we're talking about the San Francisco Giants, a team that I believe was probably the most, most snake-bitten in the offseason. They made a large commitment to sign free agent shortstop Carlos Correa. That came with some internal ramifications. Brandon Crawford was going to move off the position, and they're really going to center their team around the Astros World Series champion shortstop who played with the Twins last year. Of course, we know failed physical because of a broken leg in 2014. He ends up signing with the Mets, fails the physical because of the same reason as back playing with the Minnesota Twins. But after the Giants lost out on Korea, they took that money and decided they were going to go shopping. Sean signed Sean Manaya, Ross Stripling to fortify their rotation a little bit. Taylor Rogers, the left-hand reliever most recently with the Milwaukee Brewers. He ends up joining his brother Trevor in the Giants' bullpen, Michael Conforto, Mitch Hanniger. So overall, they made some upgrades, and I think it, it was very necessary with the caliber of division they're part of. you got to compete with the likes of the Padres and the Dodgers, and obviously the Giants themselves, not too far removed from 107 wins and uh, you know a division title a couple of years ago. So you look at the Giants and you'll wonder as they went from 107 wins to 81 wins last year. I think they were due for a little bit of a letdown. I think you look at some teams out there in baseball and sometimes they, you play a little bit over your head. I think once you get into a rhythm and you start playing at a high level, maybe if it's a higher level than what you thought, you start to become that team. And I think the Giants did a good job in 2021 to really become the team that they were playing like. And, uh, you know, this past season, some injuries, some players didn't reach the potential that they had a year before, and they had a little bit of a letdown. But I like some of the moves they made in the offseason. I think their lineup is going to be relatively deep. And the spots where you say, hey, there might not be a bona fide starter there, I think it makes for great competition. And great competition, I think, makes players better. So if you look at the Giants from an offensive standpoint, Brandon Crawford's going to be back playing shortstop. Your corner outfield's going to be taken care of with a hopefully a healthy Mitch Hanniger who's not going to probably not going to start the season on the active roster. Michael Conforto, speaking of injuries, missed all of last year because of shoulder surgery, will ha have an opportunity to really put himself in a better position financially as a free agent after this season. He signed a two-year deal. He could opt out. The expectation is he's going to go out there and ball because he, he wants to go get his next contract. And getting a chance to play after missing an entire season will certainly help him out. One of their best offensive players last year ends up coming back at, while taking a qualifying offer, and that's Jock Peterson. He's going to be their DH. I think if you look at Joey Bart, who's taken over in his second year for Buster Posey as their starting catcher. Mike Yastrzemski, obviously the grand grandson of the great Carl in center field. And Tyro Estrada, 
who after a couple years in the Yankees organization really flourished last year as a regular second baseman will have that role at least as the season starts this year. So I look at the corner infield and I think it's interesting because a lot of people are looking at Lamont Wade who was very good in the outfield, mostly left field, right field with the Giants last season. He's going to be playing some first base. And then there's Wilmer Flores, played in, what, 150 games last year. Um, you know he could rake against left-hand pitchers. Um, third base, J.D. Davis, another former Met, uh, showed some power at the end of last year. I think uh, the experiment of playing him against lefties, which the Mets did, I don't think worked out too well. He hits just as well against righties, if not better against righties, and probably benefits from being in the lineup a little more often. Now, David Villar was, uh, I think I had like 20-something home runs in the minor leagues last year. He's ready to be the everyday third baseman, and I think you have the two of them compete. I think it's going to bring out the best in both of them. I think at some point you're going to have a legitimate number five hitter or a number six hitter out of one of them, and I think it's going to make the Giants lineup a little bit deeper. When it comes to the bench pieces, it's whoever doesn't win these battles, whether it's Wade or Flores, Villar or Davis. They'll be the top two players on the bench getting a little bit of utility role, some part-time playing time, and obviously ready in the pinch if there's an injury. Austin Slater, Luis Gonzalez, minor league invitee Steven Piscotti, who's uh, played with a handful of teams, Cardinals, Athletics, amongst others. And Roberto Perez, in on a minor league contract, has got the inside track of being the backup catcher behind Bart. When it comes to the Giants' starting rotation, I think it was uh, a little bit of a rough spot for them because um, the, as well as they pitched last year, I don't think they were able to match that. And Carlos Radon was their best pitcher last season, and obviously he was able to parlay that into a mega deal with the New York Yankees. He's not back. And I think you signed Manaya, you signed Ross Stripling, both off of pretty good seasons, but it's going to be hard to beat somebody that had 237 strikeouts in 178 innings. Radon was legitimately their ace, even though Logan Webb um, was their ace in the past. He comes back. Um, the before-mentioned Stripling and Manaya and Alex Cobb and, Al and Anthony Delscofani, who was injured last year, comes back. Alex Wood is kind of a six-starter type for them. I don't think their starting pitching is as strong as it was last year. That being said, you know Alex Cobb pitch well, pitches well. Uh, Logan Webb pitches like the ace that he is. And all of a sudden, Stripling and Manaya look like they have when they were at their best. And all of a sudden, the Giants rotation can kind of piece itself back together. When it comes to their bullpen, they're led, of course, by Camilo Duvall, who is their closer. 80 strikeouts in just under uh, 68 innings. The, the Rodgers brothers, Tyler and Taylor, will probably be the 7th and 8th inning guys, along with John Brebbia, who could also start. Um, Yarlin Garcia left as a free agent, so I think that leaves a little bit of a, a role to be taken over, but you know, Taylor Rodgers is more than capable of doing that, also is capable of closing. Um, you look at Scott Alexander, Mets pick up Thomas Sapuki, pitched pretty well in a limited in a left-handed relief role last year. Um, you look at Sergio Romo, 
who may just be back to retire, maybe gets in a game or two and calls it quits, or maybe he pitches this entire season with the Giants. You know, he's beloved with the Giants. They love him there. He was part of World Series championships with them. Uh, I just don't know how much he's had, he has left. Last couple of years have not been so good for him. And he's got to show something closer to what he was in his prime if he's going to hold on to a roster spot all season. But once again, that's assuming that he wants to. Um, other guys in on minor league invitees, Trevor Hildenberger, who I've always been fascinated with. I saw him uh, a couple of years ago with a couple different teams. And he looks like if he could really get it together, he could be a stabilizing force in any team's bullpen. Sean Newcomb, who I've liked for years since he came over from the Angels to the Braves in, in a trade. Um, I've been kind of rooting for him. You know, he's kind of in there trying to hopefully get things together. Um, in regards to the top prospects when it comes to the Giants, uh, Marco Luciano is a shortstop very young, probably not that far away from being major league ready. Maybe the heir apparent to Brandon Crawford. And I kind of make a little comp. I see a little bit of an Edgar Renteria in him. I think he could be that type of player to hit 20 home runs, play some good defense, steal a couple bags, and you know just, just be kind of a, a, a pest. A little bit of high strikeouts, but um, we'll, put, we'll uh, draw some walks and you know hit some doubles and some home runs. Kyle Harrison is their top pitching prospect, 2020 um, third-round draft pick, had 127 Ks in 84 innings last year. Grant McRae, who is their fourth overall prospect, uh, third-round draft pick in 2019 last year. I'm sorry, was an outfielder. Hit 289, uh, 897 OPS, 23 home runs, 79 runs batted in. Luis Matos, not to be confused by a player with the same exact name who played in the majors for a little while, is an infielder. I don't think he's going to be ready really until about 2025. And Averson Ortega is a 20-year-old shortstop. I think is worth um, studying if you're a Giants fan or if you're a prospect fan in general. I'm curious to see where he ends up moving up over the course of the next season or so. So the Giants last year finished 81-81, and 81, third place and out west. I kind of see a little more of the same. I could see them maybe finishing 80-82. Um, the Padres are that good. The Dodgers, yes, they lost a little bit with Trey Turner leaving, but I think are fairly solid. <coughs> Excuse me. But it's going to be hard for the Giants to, uh, I don't know, rekindle what you saw in 2021. Do I think that was a fluke? No. But I also think that they have lost a little bit since then, especially a guy like Radon, who really puts their rotation on a different level. Um, I like a lot of their talent. I think offensively they should be able to score some runs. There, there's a lot of questions in regards to the depth of their starting rotation, though. They got guys that you're looking back on, you, you look at their baseball reference page, you look at the back of their baseball card and you say, hey, there's some years they've really had it together. If they could all put it together in the same year, hey, I'd like the Giants to surprise. wouldn't shock me. If you're interested in any of my other 30 uh, to 1 MLB countdown previews, you can check me out. Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, videos on YouTube. Uh, past ball shows, been around since 2012. That's my podcast. You can check that out in the same way. See you next time for the next of my 30 to 1 MLB countdown previews. God bless you. And as always, I'll see you on the other side.